What's up everybody, Kevin Wagstaff here. Today we have Christian Adams from Repair Pricer, and I'm really excited about this upcoming integration partner um, with Spectora. As many of you know, um, we don't integrate with just anybody. We're very judicious in, uh, in who we integrate with, but we do feel it's just such a value add service and something I'm excited about with my real estate background, um, given that home buyers would always ask me, for what it would cost to fix things. And I would just go and Google it for them. I'd try to find the best sources available. So this is a tool that will not only help all you inspectors out there um, be more appealing to agents because you provide this value add, um, you're really providing just a good service for the end home buyer and the agent, um, and they'll feel more favorable about you. So really excited about this. Christian's super sharp, um, I've always liked him. So I hope you enjoy the interview, and I do apologize if there is a slight echo. Uh, couldn't quite figure that out. I know every so often we'll have an audio-visual issue um, like that, but still listenable, I believe. So I hope you enjoy the interview and let us know, as always, if you have any ideas for guests. And we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Well, we can just get rolling, man. Why waste time? How, how was vacation? It was good, uh, apart from the fact that I got the flu. <laughs> so I spent most of my time, I mean, luckily it was on a beach. So just sitting there on a beach wrapped up trying to sweat it out and I'm fine now. So, uh, and nobody else contracted it. I <laughs> pressed myself into quarantine for three days. So you went to the beach, had the flu and now you're back yeah. and now you're feeling better. I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. That's so, perfect. Perfect beach vacation. So perfect. Yeah. Did you, were you able to not work? I know that's the, the big problem for a lot of us to not work while you're at the beach. No, good. But I think what's what's good with what we were able to do is because we've got the team back back home. Is I can just schedule blocks of time, nice. you know, which is pretty important. Anything you do in real estate, right? You know, yep. can you control it? Can you segment it? And can you say during this period I'm going to work, and during this period I'm not? Um, which I think becomes a little harder the more accessible everybody is. But I, I do think it's still possible. Yeah, exactly. How's winter down there? It's probably getting cold for your standards, right? Well, no, not for my, I mean, I grew up in England, so um, it could be, you know, 10 degrees and I'd be out there in a t-shirt chasing my ice cream van down the street. Um, so it was, uh, I think it was 31 degrees this morning and it's 65 now. Okay. And it'll be 26 degrees tonight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We, uh, I'm always talking to inspectors in the South and, uh, you know, Texas, Georgia, Florida. And when, yeah, this time of year, they, they start complaining to me and then they stop themselves. They realize that. Oh yeah, God. they could be crawling under a crawl space in Minnesota, I think, when it was minus 10 <laughs> or something. Exactly. I was thinking last week, where I, where I was in Florida, there were a bunch of snowbirds, actually, and they were, they were more than happy to be down on the beach, you know, anywhere warmer than up north at the moment. So what about you guys? You got snow yet? Yeah, we got, we got hit hard in October, oddly, uh, and then a little bit in November, and then just it's dustings here and there. So it's... I love to complain about it, so I could I could go on forever about how much I don't like the cold. Man, I, I lived up in Summit County on purpose for ninety days at eleven thousand feet just Ooh. to get the snow. So <laughs> I would not be complaining. I'd be out there with my skis on. It's your cup of tea. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, very good. Let's uh, let's jump in and tell everyone who you are. Talk about Repair Pricer and uh, your role with them. Yeah, my name is Christian Adams. I'm the CEO of Repair Pricer. Um, for those of you who, who don't know what we do, we take home inspection reports, any home inspection report, and we turn them into uh, hyper accurate repair estimates. 
And uh, before that, I, I call myself a recovering real estate broker. Uh, much, much like yourself. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I was on. I was on the other side of the fence. I was first licensed in 2004. Uh, I worked a lot with buyers and investors and in property management. Where at? Uh, and, which, and eventually which... got to a point where you know we had offices across Texas. Okay. Um, about 80, 85 agents doing 150 million a year in transactions, and again, primarily on the buyer side. So a lot of heavy interaction with you know, the actual buyers, home inspection reports and home inspectors, uh, which kind of got us to where we are now. Nice. Very nice. So, so was that part of the inception of the company or like the, did the idea come from you co-founder? How did it all? Yeah, you know, know, so interesting. The, the idea, we, we're not really sure where it came from. You know, what, what happened was we, we were digesting a large volume of home inspection reports anyway, internally, um, and obviously newer agents, any inexperienced agents kind of turn to you, the more experienced agents and their brokers and say, you know, what should I do in this situation? Is this an important item? Is, you know, what's this going to cost my client? Because that's eventually what it always comes back to is how much is this going to cost to fix? Is it a concern? Is it something I should address or is it not? And so when I got those questions, I actually started reaching out to Rob Ty. And for those of you who've met him, Rob is a, a very imposing, <laughs> he's an English guy as well. Um, he was my developer and my builder. Um, and he was somebody who did a lot of contracting and work for us. And like a lot of agents, I would turn to him and I'd say, look, I don't have the expertise to kind of, you know, give my clients advice on this. What should they do? Is this something to worry about? And it started off at quite a small volume. Um, you know, here or there on the kind of difficult inspection reports that we saw. And then what happened as our agents started realizing they had somebody who could do this, they started pushing more and more for us to get, get these done mm. from Rob, Rob and his team. And he had a big team, right? Because they were building these high-end homes and doing big high-end, uh, you know, remodels and that kind of stuff. So they had a lot of guys available that wanted to do us favors, but it got to a point where, it wasn't feasible for them to do this themselves anymore for free. Um, and that's what we kind of see that with a lot of agents is they've got these contractors and they've got these handymen they have relationships with, but they don't want to burn that bridge. They don't want to just use them to kind of essentially do what repair price it did. So we started charging agents to do this, mm -hmm. you know, we, and it was really rudimentary back then. It was only in Dallas primarily. We did a little bit in Austin, but, they guys would take these, turn them into spreadsheets, do their estimates like they normally would and turn them back to the agents. And then what we saw was as our agents started handing these out to the, the listing agents and the sellers, they would then be like, well, where did you get this? <laughs> oh, you, oh, you can buy, oh, you can buy this. Okay. And so it just grew organically from that. And that was because we had those three cities. We had Dallas, Austin, San Antonio. Those were our first ones where this became like a viable product. And then 2016, we branded it, started formulating it, building databases, building intelligence into it. And it grew from there. And what's really interesting is we've done minimal marketing, which I probably shouldn't say that because my, de my degree's in advertising. Um, but everything's been organic. And what we see when, when you hand out these reports, when you give them to people, they get passed around like candy. And we track the links and the reports because we actually build uh, a way to talk to our support team directly into each report so that 
a home inspector or an agent doesn't have to run interference. And so we track those links and they get clicked from all over the US from different people, different IP addresses, uh, um, just anybody who looks at them reaching out, you know, how do I read this? What do I do with it? Uh, and it's, it's just really interesting to see that growth and how it's happened. And obviously now we're, we're covering the entire US um, from those early days. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's actually a huge testament to you guys to just grow via word of mouth. I think that's partly kind of Spectora's story as well. And it's, it's a good thing, right? Because then the biggest advocates of your product are the people using it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it obviously solves a big issue. So that makes it important. Um, and people kind of want to talk about it. But yeah, when you've got, especially with the home inspection industry, I think like you guys, you've got to earn your stripes, right? You can't just come in with some shiny new object and say, oh, this is great. Inherently, home inspectors are very detail oriented people. They're very analytical. So they want to dive in. And we spend a lot of time working like you guys with the home inspection community and saying, what do you want? You know, what, what should this look like? Is there something missing? I think that's been a big part of it too. We've had a lot of great input and ideas and product improvements that have been fueled by inspectors. And I joke with guys all the time. I said, if you've got any good ideas I can steal, you know, let me know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll happily take them. But, you know, all jokes aside, you have to do that. You've got to sit down. We, we came at this from an agent standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's the inspector aspect too. There's the consumer aspect. You've got to listen to all those sides of the story. And I think if you do that effectively, yeah, that's uh, like you guys, you will, you will see that growth because you are solving a problem and you are listening. I think that's what attracted us to you and your, and your company from the start was you had that open, curious mindset that I think is kind of a building block of our company as well. And we were like, wow, okay, let's learn about the product. And, um, you know, by the time people hear this, the integration will be out. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're bought into it and we love the, w- the way it's going. Um, question for you though, for me, from the inspector's perspective, who do you all view as your customers? You have multiple customers, right? Buyer, agent, home inspector. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a tricky one to nail down. And the way we talk about it is a trifecta. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and it depends how you use the product. So um, again, we, we designed this for agents, but we designed it so they could help their client. Okay, so I think the ultimate beneficiary of this is the client, is the home buyer. Because before this, there was just no easy way to do this. And if you read our reviews, most of our reviews on our website are directly from the buyers saying, thank you so much. You know, I wish I'd had this on my last home. This made it so much easier. It kept the deal together. You know, we're able to move forward. That's great. But, That's great. Yeah, but you got to back that out too, that again, you know, you and I saw this, that the buyer will go to the home inspector and say, hey, what's all this going to take to fix? By the standard of practice of the two largest professional organizations, they're saying specifically don't answer that question. Okay? Right. So then they go to the, the realtor. And, and I think one of, the, one of the kind of pivotal things for me when I realized a lot of realtors had accepted this as standard is this agent at Realty Austin, which is a very successful boutique brokerage down in Austin, Texas, she stood up and said, this is my happy hour tool. Okay. This gives me my evenings back. This saves them anywhere from probably two to 10 hours of work per agent per transaction. And, and that's when you realize the agent is your customer too. Yeah. Maybe the client's paying for it, but you're still giving this big value to the agent so they can go and, you know, do the work for their, 
um, for their buyer and get them, you know, the negotiations that they need to move forward. And then for the inspector too, yeah, this is, this has become a marketing tool. We, we did not intend for it to be that. We went and worked with the home inspection industry because that was the only way to get access to that volume of reports that we needed to build our software. Um, and so as we did that, it then became a marketing tool for the inspector. So I think, you know, you're right, man. It's, it, there's three different customers that we have and they, they all use our reports in a different way. I love it. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, not dissimilar. It's such a good compliment to the software and the tools for agents because everyone benefits from it. The inspectors can kind of tout the benefits and market it as they see fit. But what are, yeah, let's dig into some of those benefits to a home inspector. So say I'm a one man shop or a 20 man shop. Um, what are some of those value props and, and, and how do inspectors tee this up? Yeah. The, the most important thing is turning a no into a yes. Okay. In any sales opportunity, any customer service opportunity, when you can say yes to a customer that just makes the experience better. All right. And so primarily everybody knows every home inspector, every conference I've talked at, everywhere I've been, I, if I've asked, do you ever get someone asking you how much will this cost to fix? You know, yeah. they say yes, invariably all the time, but normally they have to say, Hey, look, I'm really sorry. I'd love to answer that for you, but I can't, you know, it's outside my standards of practice. It's not the scope of a home inspector to tell somebody what it's going to cost to fix something. So unfortunately, because that is, you know, the best way to approach it until repair pricer, it still left a bad taste in the consumer's mouth. And a lot of inspectors felt pressured by agents to do this, even when they're not meant to do it. Um, but now it lets you say, yeah, absolutely. I have a tool that can do that for you. And so it turns that no into a yes. And that's, that's the big one. And then everything else I think is just a knock on from that. Once agents find out that you, you can give them this happy hour tool, this time saving tool, it's a stress reducing tool. You and I know how stressful it is getting an inspection report back and having to walk a buyer through it and try to explain it. And maybe where a lot of realtors don't have a background in construction, you know, so it's just tough for them to understand. So now you've given them this tool that can reduce all that down to very, very easily digestible information. Um, so that's what you see is if, if a realtor has a choice between two amazing home inspectors, right? And one of them has this time saving tool that's going to help everybody. They inherently go towards that inspector. Uh, and a lot of inspectors say, well, look, I don't want referrals from agents. I don't need that. That's not part of my business plan. Okay. I understand that you don't want to be beholden to the agent, but from the agent standpoint, I know even if my client found the home inspector themselves, when I was the buyer's agent, they would always come and ask me anyway. Hey, I found this company look, look really good. Um, you know, they've got great reviews. Should I use them? And so if I had a choice, I'm going to steer them in the direction of the person that can give them more information, help keep that deal together um, and just help the consumer more. So I think that's, that's part of it. It becomes this referral tool. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Just because you're answering a question that everybody wants answered. And if any inspectors are listening that think they don't need agents, you're most, with the exception of maybe 1%, you're wrong. You do need agents. We do need to care about them. They are a big source of referrals in this industry. I hear it all the time. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's cute. You'll, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if you're the best person, if the agents aren't a fan, if they're not your cheerleader, it's not going to help you. And that's okay. You know, yeah, yeah. there is a, a segment of our industry that speaks about it in such a negative way. And it's like, I get 
that their perception comes from a segment of agents that maybe don't do things the way they should or the way they like, but you know what? There's a lot of good ones out there. So um, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to say on top of that, bad agents do not like repair pricer. Okay. Yeah. As, as an inspector, you should be targeting the good, successful, busy agents. Okay. And there's a reason they're good, successful, busy agents is because they're agents doing the right thing consistently day after day. Okay. And they're doing the right thing by the consumer. And those ones, the ones that are doing high production, they need tools like Repair Pricer because they do not have time to go back to that house three times and meet with different contractors to get bids. They want to be out there selling more homes and sending more business to their preferred inspectors. And I think that's important is, is understanding, like you said, yeah, there's the bad actors, there's the good agents. The good agents love Repair Pricer. I have a, an anecdotal story from when I bought my house years ago and I vividly remember this. Um, it was, it was infancy of Spectora, maybe even before. And the home inspector, I used every, I, every time I asked him about what something would cost and I'd say, Hey, I'm not going to hold you to it. I know you got disclaimers in your report, blah, blah, blah. He would never give me an answer and he would never, he, he had no solution for me. He just said, the standard can't, I recommend you contact a qualified plumber. And it almost got to the point where it started pissing me off. Cause I'm like, okay, now you're just being sarcastic and you're not even trying to help me at this point. And so I, I, in hindsight, I am like, cool. If he was like, Hey, I have this report. It'd be an extra, whatever amount of dollars. I probably would have been like, okay, cool. That's what I'm looking for is some cost here, an estimate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing too, is this is not just a way to, you know, answer that question, improve customer service and, and build referrals, you can use this as a revenue driver as well. Um, you know, agents and consumers spend a lot of money to just go on to repairpricer.com and, and pay our full consumer pricing. Um, and that's not what home inspectors pay as well. So yeah, we've got, we've got companies using this all kinds of different ways. Some are just straight doing it to, to drive business and some are doing it to drive business and revenue as well. And I know inspectors often think about what their time is worth. It goes the same for a consumer and an agent. And you're like, hey, this is going to take me five hours to research and meet with people. And what's my time worth? And yeah. Get it that way. Yeah, exactly. Especially to those agents. Like I said, those busy agents. I mean, it, let's say a busy agent does, what? let's say five homes a month. Would you say that qualifies them as? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So five homes a month. Let's say it takes five hours per deal. That's 25 hours. That's a day of work. So they can get a whole day, but not even a day of work. It's basically three days work. If you count like an eight hour work day, um, three days work just to do this, or they can go use a home inspector that offers the service. And then you, you start touting that to brokers, right? That wants to improve productivity for their teams, the individual agents, they've got a hundred agents, let's say, or 50 agents and each agent is saving a day a month well what does that turn to in productivity time as far as prospecting and you know actually being out there selling homes it's it's got a huge knock-on effect and another quick story as an agent i can tell inspectors out there that i i recall the pain of looking through the report myself finding iffy data sources and then calling contractors and it's just a weird dance sometimes sometimes the agent does it sometimes the buyer does it sometimes both there's conflicting data. Um, and I recall that pain point saying, man, I really don't like doing this part of my job. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a fun part, right? Like getting the house under contract, exciting. 
Okay. Waiting for the home inspection report, not exciting. That's <laughs> nerve wracking for a lot of agents. You know, everybody knows it's the house that kills the deal, right? It's nobody else. It literally is the house, but you never know what's going to come back. And that's obviously why you get a home inspector. Um, but, you know, often being able to make it a report, you know, non-alarmist and say, like, I know you guys are really worried about that, but that's a, that's a $400 fix. It's a $500,000 house. You know, you're going to walk over $400 um, and, and kind of giving people those dollars and cents that, that can kind of keep the deals together. And then, you know, when you're talking about the dodgy data sources, right. And, and this is, <laughs> I, I seen this in real time when I was a broker, I was reviewing a, a repair amendment and, uh, there was a water heater that was, it was just done like rusting, slight leaks, everything, no pan, nothing like this. And so they were, they were advising their client to get a credit in lieu of repairs, which I always recommend you do. Don't let the seller do the repairs, right? Get the money, do the right, get someone to do the right job that you can oversee and get a warranty on. But um, I was reviewing this request for repairs and they had in $450 for a water heater. And I was like, X, where where did you find out that a water heater is $450? I, was like, oh, I went on Home Depot. I'm like, for the water heater part, maybe you don't even realize that, you know, you've, you've got to pay someone to install that. You've got to lift it. You've got to have a pan because this is 2010. Okay. And this thing was put in the mid nineties. There's no pan. There's no drip line. You know, there's no expansion valve. None of this stuff that they don't even realize because they're an agent, right? They're not a yeah. contractor. It's a $1,400 repair all day long. So they were about to cost our client a thousand dollars right out the gate. You know, and what does that do for the liability for the broker? If you want to go out and start getting whole brokerages as an inspector and being able to say to the broker, hey, I know what your agents are doing right now. They're on homedepot.com, okay? <laughs> Shopping for water heaters and putting that into repair amendments. I know they're doing that. Like, we all know that's happening. I did it. You did it. I mean, yeah. it's just how it goes. I would never do that, Kevin. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, no, the amount of what I've learned from doing repair pricer and working alongside our construction guys and the data guys and, and just just reviewing so many reports to understand this. It's, it's nuts compared to what I know now compared to when I was an agent and you kind of feel like, what was I doing? We were you know? trying to find the best data source we knew was available. I mean, that was it. You didn't have another choice, right? You see what the Google machine gives you back and then you sift through some results and you go from there. Um, you close your eyes and you hit a button and yeah. <laughs> So speaking of data, so obviously when I first came across you guys, um, immediately it's like, okay, source of the data, you know, cause I used to work at home advisor and I'd see different sources of data and some were good, some were less reliable. Um, talk to us a little bit about the inputs to someone that needs a water heater in Minnesota. Yeah. So what's really interesting is that we did, you know, you know, like you said, you looked at data sources, right? And you can look at RS means and other things like that. We found they were not accurate, um, especially for your run-of-the-mill items that you find in home inspection reports. They were more built for these big construction projects, you know, new homes, remodels, that kind of stuff. So when we actually started operating, we built a system that actually takes input from real-time quotes. And when I say real-time, I mean that when we build out a market, we actually call through contractors in that market, okay? And we input real quotes from real guys, boots on the ground. Love that. Okay? It's totally different to what anybody else is kind of trying to do or like the standardized software. 
this is real quotes from guys there and we do layer data behind that okay so there's a lot of smart software a lot of it is actually around the data extraction and matching of those items that's a huge part of the artificial intelligence behind what we do but the pricing is actually powered by humans and so what's what's cool when we when we actually build out a new area if we start working with an inspector in a, in a zip code we haven't worked in before you actually get like super hyper accurate immediate data when they get onboarded as we start doing reports more and more and more. Um, and, then, and then our system learns based around that. It will take into account things like um, the price of the home, right? Mm -hmm. we, it thinks like a contractor. A contractor walks up to a four and a half million dollar home, okay? Their price to replace that water heater is going to be a little bit more than if they walked up to a $250,000 home, okay? Correct. Yeah, we know that we track things like that. And it does come down to, you know, the insurance. We look at distance to urban centers, um, median income in the area, all kinds of stuff that goes into this. But at the end of the day, it is fueled by local quotes from real time uh, contractors. And then that's just weighted across the areas where it is in the price of the home and things like that. I love that. And so you guys probably have that, or you definitely have that insight, I'm sure, to the most common items that show up on the report, then you can get quotes on that and the system just keeps learning and getting better. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's really, the correlation across reports is like 85% of the most 100 most common items. Oh yeah. Um, and then the things outside of that, so we actually have human review on every single report, but in certain situations you get really deep human review in that if an item gets flagged that we can't comprehend, it's over a certain value or it belongs to our, one of our top five systems, that automatically triggers a pricing expert to actually go in. So any kind of water leak, HVAC issue, electrical roofing, anything like that, you're gonna get eyes on, we're gonna pull in Google Street View, satellite images, MLS photos, anything else we can add for them to go in there and get an idea of what's going on um, and then price out that item specifically. And that, that, that's done manually on a lot of those big items. But yeah, things like, you know, GFCIs and, and stuff that we have specific pricing for that a lot of that is almost automated, but every single report still does get that human review. Because it's the best of both worlds in my mind, because yeah, you're right. It's like inspector price. Oh, what if it's a big foundation job? And it's like, those are probably the things that tend to get flagged and have a manual review, which is great because then you get human eyes on it, but then you don't have to uh, waste time on the things that you just know what they cost dialed into the dollar probably. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, and honestly, if there's some item, that's just such a big concern. Okay. So like organic mold growth, something like that, they haven't had tested. We're actually going to back up the inspector too. I'm going to say, look guys, you actually really want boots on the ground here. We're still going to do the rest of the whole report, but those items are going to go under something that says warrants further investigation. And if for some reason the consumer is like, well, you know, you didn't give me a quote for that. We say, look, you want your money back? That's fine. Okay. Because I'm not going to give you bad advice and put a price on something that could really affect this home. Yeah. Okay. We're just going to back the inspector up and just say, no, they've said you need someone to look at this. And we think you need someone to look at this as well. Um, and then what's we'll, best for the home. It's like literally has their best interest in mind, which I can get behind. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. The good agents love us, right? Like they're the ones that know that you don't want to sell a house with a major problem to a client and the client doesn't know about it. You don't want to sweep it under the rug because that's not going to come back and give you referrals for years to come. Exactly. Exactly. So Along the lines with data, so like what are, um, what are other common, I guess, misperceptions, um, common objections um, that inspectors should know about? 
Yeah, so I mean, objections we get from inspectors is, one is I'm not allowed to give estimates, okay? Um, and we say, absolutely, don't, let us do it. You right, know, let right. us handle it. Uh, and then on, on the back of that, them asking, well, you know, am I assuming liability for this? And we say, no, absolutely not. We're very clear this is a third party that's, that's doing this, this work, essentially. Um, and so we're saying this is repair price. So come to us, we do all the customer support. We do all the agent has questions, the buyer has questions, send them to us, let us handle them because that's what our guys are trained trained to do. Um, and then you, you know, get the question from sellers normally, and well, well, this isn't an accurate price. And, and here's where I get a bit kind of salesy with this. When I hear that, I tell agents and I tell inspectors to say, oh, you think you can get it done for yet, for less? And they say, yeah. They're like, cool, absolutely. Go ahead and get it fixed. We really appreciate that. And it's a good way to kind of turn that around. Um, because that is the most common objection you get. The seller doesn't realize they've got these issues with their house, right? Right. Um, right. That's the kind of biggest objection as well. Well, you know, I, this shouldn't cost this much. Um, and it's actually a really useful negotiation tool for the agent to say, okay, well, you know, if you think you can get it done for a lot less, and please go ahead, have that done and provide us the warranty paperwork once it's finished. Um, so you, you can use that just to kind of tip people around. But aside from that, we don't really get big objections from people. Um, people just want to know if it's accurate. Yeah, that's it. That's accurate. it. Once, once that's, they know that they're like, yeah, this is great. And like I said, anybody who hasn't, I just encourage them to go read the reviews from, from the buyers and the agents on our website. Um, because once you've educated the agents how to use this tool, they, they just love it and they get addicted. I think that's, that's the word. Um, you don't want to go back to spending, you know, five to 10 hours extra per deal. Why would you? Yeah. Do, um, do the agents ever pay for it as like a gift for their clients or like something that helps them? So they, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, we built this for agents. So a lot of our marketing initially was around the agent space. Mm -hmm. And so last year we sold about a quarter of a million dollars in reports to agents directly. Beautiful. Um, this year it's about one and a half times that already. I think they were like 370 K in agent. Report so sale. Yeah. And so, but what I'd say to inspectors is that's just a signal to me that if you can, if you can have the client pay for this, okay. But the agent get a copy, that's the ideal scenario. Okay. Okay. Like the client is the one who's going to benefit from this. Like I said, at the end of the day, if they're going to get 3000, $4,000 in seller repair credits or just off the price of the home, because they've used this tool and they're spending 50 bucks maybe, you know, with an inspector to get it at that discounted price. They're the one that they're going to profit from it, but the agent's going to love it too. And I think our most successful home inspection firms that are using this, they're using that exact model. Yeah. The agent will pay for it all day long, but if you can get the client to pay for it, okay, then the agent gets a benefit, the client gets a benefit and the inspector gets the revenue and the extra inspection. That's yeah, that's the happy path for sure. I found your comment pretty hilarious because obviously whoever's paying for the repairs, of course, always thinks they can find it cheaper. And yeah. like you can find worse quality. You can find the worst quality and get everything done cheaper. It's a, it's a matter of finding quality contractors. So do you guys factor that part in when you are getting those kind of on the ground quotes? Do you factor in like, um, or like what, what goes into who you get the quotes from? Yeah, so we look at the licensing requirements in the state. Nice. Okay. 
So instance, like, unfortunately, like Texas recently stopped requiring licenses for plumbing, I believe. Or it was something crazy like that. We were like, eh, we're still going to go and quote the guys who are saying that they're licensed. Right. But they, they had a license at some point. Yeah, so we do, we do get into that. And, and that is one of the objections. Like, well, my handyman could fix this. Like, well, you shouldn't be having your handyman work on your electrical panel, okay? Because he's probably going to die, uh, you know, if not get very badly burned. So, yeah, and, and that's some of the feedback. The prices are too high. They're not too high. These are the prices to get a qualified professional to do the job. Yeah, you can get it. You can get it done cheaper. Like you said, you can always get it done cheaper. But that's not what we quote for. You know, we quote for what it should cost to get it done by a reputable company who's going to stand behind their work. Love it, love it. Um, let's shift. I've seen I've seen your guys' logo and in, in advertising on on some very established home inspector sites. Um, do you have any kind of just anecdotal? stories or companies that implemented this and then they kind of got back to you or the feedback came back to you from the client or agent. Yeah. You know, I, th I think kind of our biggest success story probably based around, you know, cause th there's, there's, we've got some large franchise clients. Okay. Um, two of the, two of the top five in the nation's biggest franchises users, but that's not what most people are right as home right. inspectors. So let's, let's forget about that. Let's talk about independence. Um, I think probably the two biggest names that everybody knows that, that use us on a regular basis is going to be Elite Inspections in California, Chad Newhouse and those guys. Yep, and then Fox Inspections down in Houston. Okay. Heard of them? Gordon Fox, right? So independence, very well run. They take their time. They make smart decisions. They make good moves. All right. Gordon Fox was probably one of our first clients. I seriously mean that. Like I remember talking to him very very early on we were just reaching out to inspectors in the areas that we worked going hey you know we're looking for users to, to just use this and and test it and talk about it and see what we get and so they they've had us for years gordon fox and his team and and i think that's fueled our growth in in houston that we've then gone on to there's companies like hedeman engineering they're a great great company down there again their agents and the inspectors use it on a daily basis i mean every single day both those companies are pushing reports through us um Elite inspections in California, I think, have done the best job of systemizing the way that they did repair pricer, and I think have also effectively changed the way that we recommend home inspectors use us. And what I mean by that is when they first onboarded with us about a year and a half ago, um, they were just testing us out, doing onesie, twosie, selling us as an add-on product, mm -hmm. okay? Educating the agent, getting feedback, systemized feedback. And then, and they were probably doing four or five reports a day with us, something like that. At this point, what's happened is because they, based on the feedback from their agents, the top agents in their market that have said, yes, I want this across the board. Okay. And they're like, I want to get a copy. What they've done is they put us as standard into their platinum package, which is the package they just sell the most of. Mm -hmm. It's got everything kind of the agents and the clients need built into it. And what they've done is they make sure that the document, our report goes to the realtor. It's almost like something they, they, they do very good job of educating the client. They say, look, your agent is going to get a copy of repair pricer. Here's what it is. Here's how it works. Okay. And here's why you want them to have it. And so they've kept the agent in the loop as a pivotal part to the inspection process. And the agent then presents the report 
directly to the client. And they are doing a very large volume with us at the moment. And, and I'd like to think it has also helped increase their business because we know from a customer support standpoint, if for some reason there's a problem with a report or we need more information or there was a problem with a file got corrupted or something, those agents immediately inbound to our customer support team and saying, look, I need this. I need this to negotiate to keep going with this deal. And so they've done an incredible job of making sure that the agents expect it. Um, and I think, I think that is important. Like I said, I used the word addicted earlier, but, but elite have really perfected that model um, of, you know, let's, let's make sure that it comes as standard. Let's make sure the agent gets a copy and let's make sure the agent is educated about what it is and how to use it. And I think if people follow their path, uh, they're going to see success with this. And well, I know, like I said, I hope um, we've, we've had a big part of, of the reason they decided to adopt it across the board. And they've been doing it as standard for over a year at this point. That is great. Um, yeah, shout out to Gordon. Met him at the last Texas conference. Great, interesting guy. Just super smart. Uh, you know, was in every session, listening, asking questions. Um, definitely fun to meet him. Yeah, these these are the guys that has given us these these ideas and these product improvements. Um, something I'd like to call out that Elite did is we offer a summary report, and I think you and I discussed this the other day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we basically when we first did this, we we modeled it around the Texas Home Inspection Report. It's one of those few states that has a promulgated uh, inspection report, and you know, classified items as cosmetic and defective and potential. And it didn't really make sense outside of Texas. And so now what we do is we say, look, you, the home inspector, you know, what's important, you know, what somebody's going to pay to negotiate for or to repair. So you tell us, and a lot of, a lot of clients are using that, that summary page option that you guys offer. That's fantastic from the agent standpoint. And we say, we're just gonna, we're going to do our report based off that summary. Um, you know, because that's what the client and the agent really, that's what they want to drill down to. This is the important stuff. And I think that I believe that was fueled by elite that was asking for that saying, look, just, just do summary reports for us. That's what everybody wants. Um, yeah. and that's when I say, you know, we listen, we're like, cool guys like Gordon that have ideas. Can you do this? Can you do this? Absolutely. We're constantly making product improvements. I love this. And I love these stories because I think the single inspector or the small multi can really take cues from these bigger companies that have the scale and the numbers to actually get feedback and get results. Cause I know a lot of smaller companies can hesitate cause they're just not sure if there's demand for it or if they can market it properly, but these big multi sharing their experiences and through us, um, I think can really show inspectors that it's all about positioning, all about education. If it's something that benefits the client and agent, it's a no brainer, like put it in a package, yeah. have package deals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go on our website and look at how you can buy reports. Okay. It's A or B. That's it. Um, and that should be the same. Make it easy for the consumer. You know, do those package deals, make something in there that they want, make sure you make an extra profit on them uh, and just make it simple for somebody to, to kind of use your services and purchase them. I, I cringe when I see pricing pages that look like an a la carte restaurant menu when it's just like, can you imagine a millennial looking at that and trying to calculate <laughs> like how, what they're going to pay? Like you can't, that's, that's got to go away. I feel like that model. Yeah. Yeah. Just AOB, ABC maybe. And that's it. Um, and with the package is what makes it so important. I think, especially for those people that decide to integrate with repair pricer is um, the, let's, let's say you ask me and you say, Christian, look, I'm coming down to Austin. 
uh, I want to know a really good Mexican restaurant. Okay. And I say, oh, here's a couple of good ones. But what if I said, there's a really, really good one called El Arroyo and the chili rellenos are amazing. Okay. Go try them. Well, that's a really specific referral. Okay. Right. When you have a package, if your agent tells you go and use ABC inspections and make sure you get the gold package, that's the referral you're going to remember. That's mm-hmm. something very specific. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why the package pricing and the way to present it works so well is because you're, you're creating a hyper-specific referral. And those convert so much better. And people are overwhelmed and flustered and they don't want to make more decisions when they come to the point of picking what add-on services to get. So yeah, it's it a is. consumer psychology exercise too of like just give them three packages and they'll pick the one in the middle probably more times than not. Yeah, I, I think that's what Elite did actually. They've got a crazy expensive one, the platinum one on the base. Um, and actually quite, quite cleverly, they sell Repair Pricer as a standalone product for $100. Mm, the, perceived, I like it. the perceived value is really high. That's smart. It's brilliant. Yep. And, and the beauty of it is, is like, I don't feel any kind of misleading or anything thinking about that because it's, it's literally like the, you know, it's the value is perceived by the buyer based on how long it'll take them or the value they place on that. So it's not, it's not like you're, yeah. And, and, and the benefit, and that's why we're so careful about saying, because people are like, well, what is the value? You know, is it $6,000, right? Because that's around the average, just anecdotally, that people save off the price of the house when they use repair pricer. But I can't prove they wouldn't get that without us, right? Right. right. So it's tricky. But yeah, we're, we're saying, look, charge $50, $70, $100 for this, and they'll get that value back all day long. Definitely. Definitely. So what's ahead in 2020? Have you guys looked ahead this next year? Um, what, what are goals? What are, what's the year kind of looking like for, from your perspective? Yeah. So um, one, I mean, our integration obviously is something that, that is rolling out. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. We're excited to see how that helps everybody because to date it's been, it's not hard for home inspectors to, you know, automate this. We do have an email parser built around ISN and, and things like that, but it's not necessarily simple. So this, this is gonna be a big, big step, I think, for us to make it easier for our, all the users we have in common to just automate this. Yeah. And, and that's what it should be, right? This is an automation tool. Let's just turn it on and let it go to work. We do all the delivery, the tracking, customer support. All you do is click a button and that's so it. We're passing back the report just into the inspection details page, right? So it's like it's in yeah. that client portal. Yeah. Nothing it's, they have to do. It's done. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, normally you'd have to go to like our pro system, upload the report manually or set up the email ordering, which can be tricky. Um, because ISN is set up so many different ways with different people. And so, but yeah, with, with Spectora users now, you could just, it's automated. You don't have to do anything. You turn it on. So that, that's one thing we're really excited to see um, just to improve that kind of the client experience for the buyer, for the agent and for the inspector. Um, And then on our end, uh, just to let you guys know, like I said, we haven't been doing um, large scale marketing because we haven't had to, but starting in January, we are going to be doing mass marketing to agents across the U S and I mean, 1.2 million. So one of the things that our sales team is being trained to ask those people is do you have a home inspector 
you know, that's currently using repair pricer. And if not, you know, would you like to see them using it? And we will then be, be reaching out to those people. And if the agents ask, we are now tracking which of our home inspectors and which markets have this service available. Okay. So if you're just set up with repair pricer, hopefully we can start pushing business to those home inspectors. Uh, the ones that are, that are integrating with us on a daily basis. And that's something we're really excited to see because like, as you know, your earlier question, who's your customer? Well, the agents are the ones that have this big pain point, but we really want the home inspectors as our customers. So we're going to be driving uh, realtor traffic to inspectors that integrate with us. I love it. It makes yeah. sense. I think <laughs> that if the agents have a preference for the tools that they benefit from, that they see, yeah. that it's going to work. Yeah. And then a few other little small product improvements we'll be doing. Um, a lot of investors we work with, they have been asking for a long time for a CSV or Excel file of reports um, because they don't care. They look pretty and all the rest of it. They just want to take this and crunch the numbers. Uh, so we will be adding that functionality actually probably this month where if somebody wants a CSV versus a PDF, they can download that. Um, not normally kind of a consumer facing thing, but for those home inspectors that work with a lot of real estate investors, uh, that should be something that we'll be able to offer across the board if it's needed as well. Love the innovation. What about conferences? Um, I've seen you guys at a couple, so you will be hitting some of those up. Yeah, we, let me see. We've got a whole week down in New Orleans coming up, don't we? Yep. Um, Amerispec, they're a big partner of ours. So we will be going to theirs January 16th. I believe that starts down in New Orleans. And then we run right into Inspection World that starts on the 19th of January and goes through to the 22nd. So Repair Pricer has uh, rented a giant house down in New Orleans. <laughs> and we'll, be, we'll be living there for a week. Uh, so be on good, right? You'll eat all right for that week. Oh, you know what? If you guys need recommendations, you're down there at Inspection World, let me know. I've been to New Orleans a lot. It's a favorite city of mine. And there's some amazing, amazing restaurants. Um, I love, I love that place. I'm excited that both of those conferences are back to back. You guys are going for inspection world. That's correct. We'll be going to inspection world. We'll do an event. We'll, we'll collaborate on that. Um, we should do a, a an event, have you guys there, um, somewhere, who knows where we're going to have it. We're going to figure that out quickly. Um, yeah. but yeah, that'll be a good time. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's a great city. So I'm excited to, uh, it's, it's always great just to, to meet people that you, you know you talk with on a weekly or a daily basis that you rarely ever get to see. So I think last time I saw you guys was up in Longmont. That's uh, right. Introduction. Yeah, Introduction convention. So They're having it at a uh, slightly more um, ideal place next year. So that'll be fun. Where's that going to be? That's... I think Southern California. So just inland. That's, cool. that's, that's a big market for us too. So that, that'll be a good one. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on. Um, anything else regarding or around for repair price or that I didn't ask about or that you kind of want to put out there? I want to be respectful of your time here. We got a couple of minutes. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, Kevin, I would just say if you haven't talked to us, talk to us, spend some time that there's a right way and a wrong way to do repair price. And any of the Spectora users, what you're going to find out guys is you do have to do some slight onboarding to kind of get with the program. That's purely to make sure that this has a positive impact for your business. Okay. Like I said, we've learned from these big top teams and home inspection companies and franchises over the last three years. We know how to roll this out for you. So it has a positive impact. So just, I would say be patient with us if we make you chat for a bit. 
because uh, at the end of the day, the reason we're doing this integration is just to help everybody. Uh, and we, we know how to do it. So it's going to have that immediate impact. So yeah, now it's uh, December 16th. We're recording this. This is the time of year to do that planning for 2020 um, and make sure you kick things off right. So yeah, just, just reach out and chat. We'll, we work 365. I love it. And stop shooting from the hip inspectors. You know who you are that just turn on stuff and just let it fly. Like do a little planning right into us. Talk to Christian. Like let's plan ahead on these things. We have integration. Sometimes we love all, we love all of our inspectors, but some of them will just let it fly with no plan. You've got to educate the agents. I can't say that enough. You have to educate your agents. You've got to involve them in this process. If you do that, you will kill it. If you don't, you will kill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is for them. You've, you've got to roll it out right. So yeah, just take that time. We, we've got a team that'll help you with the marketing around this if that's something you need. Um, and like I said, starting, starting January 6th, we are going to be mass marketing to realtors across the US. So it's perfect timing for anybody that wants to get on board. Love that. And let's chat about that. There's some ideas I have that, um, you know, to co-promote and to get just get the word out there about tools that agents need to be using um, and inspectors yeah. need to be using. So we'll I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do around your repair request builder as well. Oh, um, I'm, it's gonna I be, think I see more positive feedback from agents about Spector about that tool than anything else. I think, I think the combination is going to be powerful. And I, I mean, I say that off the record on the record. I think it's going to, I'm excited for what we do there. So more to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will link to the website and, um, and kind of all your stuff. If you have any other links that you want me to put in the description of the podcast, um, send them my way. But yeah, this has been, this has been super cool. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. We're excited. Right on. Well, um, appreciate the time and, um, where can people find you at specifically, um, just at the website, contact us, customer support, where should they? Yeah. So, um, you can either go through customer support and they'll happily put you in touch with me. Uh, or you can actually just email me directly, Christian at repairpricer.com. Email is the best way to get a hold of me. Like we talked about at the very beginning, I schedule every minute of every day. <laughs> I love it. So um, love if, you, if you email me, I'll send you back a link right in my email signature. You can just click and schedule a call. Okay. Uh, it's super simple. And you can also, if you want to schedule a demo, go to repairpricer.com, click free demo on the top right hand side. That'll give you a calendar. Again, you click that schedule a demo with a member of our team and we can spend that. We'll give you a dedicated 30 minutes to answer any questions you have. And that's available 365. Perfect. Hey, we will see you in New Orleans and uh, and this integration will be out by the time everyone hears this. So yeah, and everybody have a great rest of the year and holidays and uh, we don't see you before then. All right. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Take care, man. All right. Talk to you soon.